Hey everyone, welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I'm a 15-year-old aspiring sports broadcaster. On The Line is a sports podcast that highlights the stories of high school and college athletes so you can get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to be the best. Welcome back to On The Line. My name is Addison, and today I'm here with Bride Receiver, Rocco Traore, a junior out of North Creek High School. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. So how have you been with the season starting and everything? Uh, it's been good. It's just been kind of weird just adjusting to the shortened season and not having as much practices and not really getting to know as much players on the team, but um, it's been good, though. Yeah, so North Creek only has four four games, correct? Yeah, correct. Well, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I watched both of North Creek's games so far, and you guys look solid. I've watched some games in the past, and I can tell that you guys have improved. And is this your first year on North Creek's team? Yeah, this is my first year. Yeah, well, you haven't been on the team in the past, so you probably don't know what it was like previously. No. Maybe you've watched some games, but I have noticed that – Things have improved, and I have watched other games from other schools in Washington, and there seems to be quite a bit of confusion, probably from the lack of practice going into the season. Sure, North Creek yeah. looked pretty confident. I mean, are you guys faking it, <laughs> or did you guys feel pretty prepared <laughs> going into your first game? No, we feel good. Like, um, yeah, we. Uh, I agree with you. Um, we look really good, and I just wish we had a – like full season, I feel like we can go pretty far. But mm-hmm. yeah, we've been we we've taken advantage of like all of our practices and stuff, and like we've really been working hard to get to where we are. Do you remember how many practices you had before your first game? Uh, I think it was twelve. Wow. Okay, sure so that's 12. that really isn't a lot, and you guys really no, dominated the first game. Yeah, that's not a that's not a lot at all compared to mm-hmm. a, a usual season. But yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, and so you're a wide receiver, usually? Yeah. But you've been playing cornerback the past few games. Yeah, I've been playing corner. Um, that's because I actually had, um, I actually had a cast on. Uh-huh. I just got it off yesterday. Um, I got in a car accident and fractured my growth plate like right before the season started oh no so i was only able yeah i know (laughs) i know so i was only able to play one side of the ball but these next couple games i should be playing offense yes i'm sorry that happened because that seriously is the worst timing but luckily you are (laughs) yeah but luckily you're strong on both sides of the ball so you're still able to play yeah thankfully well, let's rewind a little bit and talk about how you got to where you are today. So when did you start playing football? Oof. All right. First first grade, I'm pretty sure. It was first grade. Well, so you're you're playing football, you know, pretty young. Oh yeah, yeah. And did Way you back. come did you come from a football family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have um I have two older brothers and they they played football and that's the only reason why I started just because I just looked up to them like crazy 
So they played, I played. It's kind of how it was. And I've noticed that you've played receiver, quarterback, and I think you've done some punt returns. So how yeah. did you become so versatile? Um, I think it's just because playing at like a young age and like just knowing the game and just how things are. And uh, thankfully, like I would say I'm pretty athletic. So I don't know. I just like to do a little bit of everything and just help my team out however I can. Now, because wide receiver is your main position, are you a slot receiver or are you wide out? Um, I'm definitely, I'm, I would say I'm a slot, more slot. So I know like they line up on different places in the field, but I'm kind of confused on the differences between a slot receiver and a wide out. Um, it, I would say um, the routes you run, you know, from mm-hmm. the slot, you run different routes from the slot that you wouldn't run from the, from outside. So on outside, would you do more of the long passes, like the go routes? And then as a slot receiver, you do more of the short passes? Uh, usually, I would say, yeah. Do you have like different um, abilities as well? Like for a wideout, are you faster? And then for slot receiver, are you like stronger? Like, is it different talent wise? Um, yeah, usually your, your wideout is like your tall, like 6'4 receiver or whatever. Mm-hmm. And your slot is like your um, kind of shorter, quicker, and really runs really good routes and, and shifty receiver. DB's goals is to disrupt the route and intercept the ball ultimately. So how do you create that separation between you and the DB so that you have a better chance at catching the ball? Yeah, I would say it's just from the second you line up, um, looking at the whole field, knowing where everyone's at and I would say the biggest thing is is um, having a plan before you run your route, you know, of what you're going to do and how you're going to get open. And that's that's the biggest thing for me. The second I line up, um, I'm looking at where the defense is, trying to figure out what defense they're in and what, what coverage they're running so I could disrupt that. And does this plan, do you formulate it also based off of watching film and just knowing the defense? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I watch a lot of a lot of film for offense and defense, and just yeah, definitely. And do you watch film like as a team, or is that kind of something you're expected to do on your own? Um, well, it's definitely something that we would do as a team, um, but due to COVID, we haven't been able to like meet in an area and that we could watch film together. But um, yeah, that's definitely something that you should do by yourself even if you're doing it with your team like I just look at it as like a cheat sheet for the test and like you have the test on Saturdays Fridays and Saturdays yeah and you know that the defense is only going to do things that have worked before so it's yeah. probably really important to feel like you're prepared and know what to expect so that when you sure, are playing yeah. play on Friday or Saturday whenever you yeah. aren't totally blindsided yeah exactly exactly now, how do you change up your releases based off of different routes, like a go route versus a dig? Yeah, I would say it's um, um, that also kind of goes with watching film, seeing how the defensive backs play and their weaknesses and taking advantage of that. Um, if you're watching film, you see uh, a def- uh, defensive backs um, not as good when you take an outside release. Then I would like to run most of my routes while taking an outside release or the other way around inside release but yeah that's, that's i would say 
I'd say that comes from watching film too, knowing their weaknesses and taking advantage of that. Beating them off the ball is also the biggest, I'd say that's the biggest thing. You know, you get that little head start, you you almost won the route. A DB will win the route when they run the route better than the receiver. So are you practicing this with coaches at all on like how to beat them off the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah, I do a lot of training with that. Um, both sides of the ball, I do a lot of training. Um, and it definitely helps me um, playing DB and knowing DB um, and knowing what's harder to cover as a DB, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's def- I definitely use that to my advantage when I'm playing receiver. And, yeah, we have we have a lot of good coaches at North Creek that um, just help you improve your game. And a lot of guys who um, played in the NFL, too, so... What part of your performance are you working on the most? Is it like the strength aspect? Is it the speed, agility? Um, I would say, I would say speed. I would say speed. Um, you can always get faster, you know. And I think, especially in football, you know, speed kills on both sides of the ball. So I would say speed right now. How long does it take you to learn the different? offensive schemes because there's so many and it seems like it would kind of be a lot to remember yeah um it took me about um three days when I first came to North Creek to really get it down um it's it's not that hard for uh I would say receiver you know I think that's 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 really hard for quarterback but receiver you know you're still kind of running like the same routes like the same combinations it's just the hard thing to get down is the formations and where you would be lining up, but then the routes just kind of come natural. Yeah. And a big thing is like the connection between the QB and the receiver and getting that timing down. And because you're playing with a new team, there's a new quarterback. How long does it take to get adjusted and build that chemistry with the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while actually. Um, Yeah. Um, when I first came, me, me and Kennedy, the quarterback, we were after practice for about 20 minutes um, every day before I heard my wrist. And we were just throwing routes, just trying to get that chemistry down. Because that is a huge, that is a huge thing, I would say. That is to a huge me, thing, getting the chemistry down with your quarterback. For sure. To me, what's really impressive is just the timing of everything. Like the timing has to be down to a T for things to plan out how you want it to plan out. So does that timing just come with practice as well? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. What is your favorite route to run? Oh. Um I would say I would say a comeback. And why is that? Um I um I run a really good comeback and I don't think um, not a lot of people can stop that. So that's my, that's like my go-to. And how did you build up those skills to be so dominant with the comeback route? Oh, just, just footwork, just all type of footwork, foot speed, um, just in the weight room, especially um, explosiveness. Explosiveness is huge. And then being able to almost like stop on a dime. That's, that's where every receiver wants to get. So just working to that and yeah. Do you have like a wide receiver coach, like maybe outside of the high school practices that you work with to kind of build those 
of skills like stopping on a dime? Yeah, I um yeah, I train about um four days a week, four or five days a week at FSP in Bellevue. Mm-hmm. And they've helped me like a, a lot, a lot, a lot and when it comes to improving my game and on both sides of the ball. I'm I'm out there, I'm working both sides of the ball all the time. And then that's where I also usually get my lift into. So that's that's where I am all the time. When it, um in the off season. That's, that's, that's where I'll be. Well, you're mentioning footwork. And someone I think of as being really good with their footwork was Doug Baldwin. And he kind of talked about how his idol, like he, at first he wanted to play basketball and he looked up to, I think it was Allen Iverson. And you can really see that in the way he played. And he was just breaking everyone's ankles and, you know, kind of embarrassing the DBs and yeah. being able to create that separation. And footwork is a big key aspect to being a successful receiver. So do you have any drills or tips on how to improve your footwork? Um, yeah, I would say um, a lot of people, a lot of people do like a lot of like weird drills, you know, like you, you see on the internet, they just do a lot of drills that like look cool, but like they don't really like correlate to your actual game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a big thing is um, getting out there and just running routes, like run, run a lot of routes, go out with the quarterback, run a lot of routes, because then you get like that, that motion, and you know what you're doing, and it just feels natural to you. Um, yeah, also, I would say just the normal drills, you know, like the speed ladder, like just things like that, like a lot of the simple things will get you right, because that's, that's, that's just what I've done. You know, I haven't done anything like any of those crazy drills, you know. Just I just do the normal things and I just try to get on the field and run a lot of routes, basically. Because that's that's ultimately that's that's all you're doing is running routes. So it sounds like this is a case of work smarter, not harder. Don't go and try to do all these yeah. really impressive drills and instead just go to the foundational drills and just, mm-hmm. you know, repeat those over and over again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Another important thing I think for receivers, obviously, is to have good hands. So do you have any tips on improving your catching or any maybe drills to build more reliable hands? Yeah, the first thing I would say is catching the ball. Just catch, just go out, catch the ball. Um, like run some routes, catch the ball is big. Um, um, usually when I'm doing some drills, though, um, I'll actually catch tennis balls because they're smaller and uh, harder to see. That helps with hand-eye coordination a lot. That's that's a big thing when it comes to catching the ball is hand-eye coordination and focus. Because there's a lot of time when there's a lot of times when the ball's in the air, you know, and there's DBs around you and you can't really see it. You got to be able to just kind of like put everything in slow motion right there and focus up and go get that ball because that's your job as a receiver. The ball's in the air. You got to go get it. That's yours. So yeah. Um, I catch a lot of tennis balls, you know, um, and just getting out there and catching the football is 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 big too. You hear of um, like NFL receivers who have like they've like practiced by catching bricks. Have you done anything like that? <laughs> no, no, no. I heard Jerry Rice did that though. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe you should try it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Um. Is there a wide receiver maybe in college or the NFL that you draw a lot of inspiration from? Um, yeah, there's there's a lot, but um, I would say 
I would say um, Justin Jefferson on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And just because the way he runs his routes and yeah. the the way and our sizes, I would say our size is kind of similar. And the, the way he runs his routes and how fluid he is in his routes, that's where that's where I'd want to be. And yeah, he's just one of the best route runners in the league as a rookie too. And he plays with a lot of confidence, as you can see. Mm-hmm. So that's just yeah, I would say I definitely look up to him. And yeah, for sure. No, I I always bring this up, but um, <laughs> is there a lot of trash talking? Like, are you into the trash talking? Uh, <laughs> um, I would say I kind of say that more for the defensive side of the ball. Uh-huh. Um. You know, it's no hard feelings, though. It's just whatever happens on the field stays on the field. You mm-hmm. know, we're cool after the game. But, yeah, I would say, yeah. Not mm-hmm. on offense, though, because offense, you know, I tend to be, like, a lot more, like, focused almost. But defense, yeah. I feel like I can just go out there and, like, do my thing and fly around and make plays. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that is kind of that, – that happens every now and then. So do you want to continue playing beyond high school? Yeah, for sure. That's that's my biggest goal. And you got an offer from Florida Atlantic a couple months yeah. ago, a month ago? Yeah. Yeah, that was actually on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. That's a great um, birthday present, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I know, for sure. Yeah. And how is the recruitment process now with COVID? Like, is it completely different or because of technology, it's kind of stayed similar? Um, in a way, it's kind of stays, uh, stayed similar, but I missed out on a lot of things with the recruiting process. Like, I wasn't able to, well, unless they lift the, the they have the NCAA dead period where you aren't allowed to have any recruits on campus. So I haven't been able to visit any of the schools I'm interested in or any of the schools that are interested in me. So oh, that's wow. a, that's kind of like a big thing where like, um, coming into my well, in my junior season, I kind of want to have like an idea of like where I want to go, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of hard to do that. Um, it's been kind of hard to do that when you haven't been able to actually see the school. But um, that's been rough. But and also having our season the time it is has kind of thrown things off just a little bit. I bet. Um, yeah, and but. It's kind of said the same though, because a lot of recruiting is done on the internet and a lot Uh of it is done through Twitter. So, you know, I've still been able to uh, stay active on there and talk to coaches constantly. So, yeah. That's good. But also, like, that is kind of annoying that COVID is kind of happening now and you only have four games, which is, you know, not ideal. Yeah, that's not, that was, that was, that was just kind of frustrating. Um, I'm super grateful that we're able to play, but you know, I think we have, we have a lot less, uh, a lot less games than everyone else in the state does. I'm pretty sure. I know. I was kind of, a lot of guys have six. And, I was confused to see that, but I mean, yeah, I, I was, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm just grateful to be out there and playing because so mm-hmm. in like over a year. Because I'm not ever going to be part of the recruitment process, I'm just curious, is it you who are, like, going to coaches and reaching out to them, or is it them reaching out to you, or is it kind of both? What is that like? 
Um, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both, you know, um, I've had some coaches reach out to me and then I've reached out to like a lot of the schools that I'm, I'm interested in. Um, so that's, it's just kind of goes both ways, you know, you have okay. some coaches reach out to you or like go and follow you or, um, ask your coach about you. And then, mm-hmm. then I'll go reach out to them. Oh, interesting. Okay. And yeah. then is your next game against Woodville? Yeah, we got Woodville on Saturday. So how do you feel going into the game? I feel really good. I feel really confident. Um, our coaches always put us there um, in the best position to win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've just been doing that. I've been watching like an hour of film a day. You know, I just try to get like at least an hour of film in. And, wow. yeah, I think we'll we'll handle them and then we'll go play Buffalo again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good luck. I'm excited to watch. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait to play. It's nice that they are live streaming the games. And honestly, it's pretty good quality. Like, I have yes. the NFHS network. And honestly, those are, like, not as good of quality as, like, what North Shore is doing. So, I mean, can't go play to yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> I saw that. And then let's close it off with one last question. What advice would you give to young football players? I know a lot of people say this, but, like, um, you can really do anything you want if you really, really put your mind to it and you, you work hard for it. Cause growing up in like youth football, I was, I was like never like the best player on my team or I was never like a star or whatever. And I feel like a lot of kids that like, they feel like they need to, like they feel like they need to be that, mm-hmm. which isn't true. And just hard work will get you whatever you want in life whether it's football or you want to be a doctor or whatever, like hard work will get you there. And that's something that, that is like guaranteed hard work will not go unnoticed. So whatever you want, you will get if you just work hard for it. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thank you to everyone who's listening. Do you want to just shout out your Instagram real quick? Yeah. My Instagram at is Rocco R O C T O. K-R-A-T-R-A-O-R-E with the underscore. Great. Well, thanks again, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. I upload new episodes every Sunday at 12. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, and follow On The Line on Instagram, and all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you.